You are listening to the TF Cast, a Mankato-based arts and culture podcast where we hear stories of upcoming projects and get to know the people making things happen all across southern Minnesota. The first episode of TF Cast was recorded January 17th, 2020. And boy was our guest handsome. Go. We're gonna this is what it is. Yeah. The first official episode of TF Cast. Jacob. Willis. Zach. Our first ever guest. Zach. How do you say your last name? Sproles. 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 Yes. Yeah. German, I think. It's a good place to start. German. Yeah, I believe so. And this isn't your first time with us. No. We uh, did the the at Psychotropic Sounds. Yes. The live show. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on YouTube. You're oh. the guitarist for Onion Bun. Yes, I am. You want to talk about the project just like a little bit, get everyone up to speed who might not know? Yeah, uh, we're a three-piece. Uh, all of us are from the area. Our bassist is from Wisconsin, but he's lived here for years. Uh, we, Me and my drummer have known each other a long time, and we got into math rock, and there's like not too much math rock in Minnesota, so we wanted to try to start a band that played something a little different. So we decided to make a math rock band, and then... Yeah, we got Alex in the band, and that's been going on for like a year and a half. Working on an album. Thought we were going to release it around now, but it's looking like we're hoping March. <laughs> Maybe a little after. Yeah, now sometimes becomes later. You said there wasn't a lot of math rock in Minnesota. Yeah. Is there anyone in the local scene here who you... Um, so there used to be a band called Hardcore Crans that was pretty math rock. I would even call like Crash Cuddle. They were a two-piece that used to be from here. They're still doing doing their thing, but they haven't been here in a long time. They're they're pretty mathy, but they're a lot heavier than we are for sure. Uh, there's some bands from the cities that I've met. Uh, there's one that I believe is called Lap Dogs, and then uh, my buddy used to be in a band called Lulu the Cat. He's starting a new project, and they're probably going to be pretty mathy. But I don't know. A, a lot of the math rock scene up there. Uh, in Minneapolis? In Minneapolis or St. Paul. Uh, just kind of starting to meet people. I know a lot of people from the punk scene, from Weathered, my old band. Met a lot of people doing that, but yeah, I don't really know what there is for math rock in so, Minnesota yet. Who have you been playing with? Uh, it's honestly been all over the place. Uh, we've played with grindcore bands at Edgar Fest. We play, we play a lot with punk bands because, like I said, that's a lot of the people I know. Like, uh, uh, We really love playing with Pierre, uh, good buddies. Uh, we, we've tried to book with Grandma a couple times, couldn't play with them. My buddy's in Double Grave, we just played with recently. Uh, my friend, uh, They Self, we played with them at the record store and we've played with them a couple times. And Lou, definitely, we really like them a lot. Uh, yeah, so just mostly like punk bands. Uh, we've played a show with Cicada Killer. Oh, cool. They're awesome. They're instrumental as well, so that we kind yeah. of meld. We can kind of go with anything because we got a little bit of a funk vibe, a little bit of a math vibe, a little bit of a punk vibe. Do you usually find yourself in like an opening slot for those because of energy or? Yeah, uh, a lot of the times. Recently, we've been more towards the end, uh, especially in Mankato. You kind of you kind of have to put locals last. I think that's just kind of a small town venue thing. Mm-hmm. Just a. Uh, you know, helps keep people around, keep people excited about the whole show. That's a really interesting thing I've noticed here in general is that, like, oftentimes the local person will bring out more than the out-of-towner. Yeah, unless it's a... It depends on scale. It's got to be a pretty big act or a pretty well-known act. 
Like you can put like Pierre, for example. I'm pretty sure you could put them on any bill in Mankato, and kids will flock like come out yeah. of the floors. To I hadn't heard them. about them until we did that show. Yeah. Red Rocks. Because just all of awesome. a sudden, out of nowhere, people I'd never even met will all of a sudden be at shows when uh, Pierre comes to town. That's for sure. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, if you had like a dream lineup you could put together for a show here in town, are you are you talking like local acts or just like whatever you want? Um, well, we love playing with Pierre, so probably bring them back, of course. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the best buds. Uh, my friend, oh, the, that old band I was talking about, Hardcore Crans, I don't know if they do anything now. I, they might be doing production, I think, kind of similar to what you guys are doing now. Mm-hmm. But that would definitely be someone on there. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I'm definitely missing someone. Yeah, I would. I would also. I think it'd be fun to do like a rapper like Nigel T. I really like. Down, he's yeah. probably one of my favorite local rappers. That'd be a cool energy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I actually want to make a song with him really bad. I think it would be fun to have rappers. That's one cool thing about being an instrumental band and not having a singer is we can kind of we could bring in a sax player or a rapper or whoever and just kind of throw them on a song. Featured artist sort yeah. of thing. Well, yeah. long time ago, I was in a band called Coitus Coy, and we would we had a couple people in town who, if we saw them like at the bar, they would come up, and we had like songs we would play with them. Uh, I can't remember the, remember the name of the. Where guy. was that based out of? That was based out of here. It was okay. uh, with my friend Brandon, who used to be in Just Merlin with uh, Pete Clune, and then the uh, my friend Brody. Is that band still around? I yeah, we're we're actually trying to book with them because I I was just going I was trying to find Twitter ads last night and I saw them and I was like that's one of Pete's Clutes bands and I just yeah. like didn't know because I I ended up finding a lot of like pages that were like dead Twitter pages from like 2014 <laughs> or yeah. some shit I love that yeah so I was, I was trying to just keep it up with recent stuff but that's good to know I'm three tweets deep as of today oh hell yeah and a retweet so nice yeah did you get anything back from Tim Allen no nothing back from Tim Allen but I'm gonna just spam him until oh. he blocks me for sure yeah, I mean, and that's, that's, it's possible. You can be <laughs> school time. School time. Home uh, improvement. He nar- yeah, home Dutch. improvement. Yeah. yeah that's the that's real name. Uh, he narrated a chimpanzee documentary for Disney. Yeah. He, uh, isn't he, yeah, Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, caused a bunch of cocaine in the airport in the 80s, too. <laughs> that just makes me want him to monologue more. Have you ever heard those like those like ambient shoegazy songs with like someone monologuing over it? Like Tiny Moving Parts Sun was does one with Brett Favre, where like a lot of people will choose uh, like random philosophers. Alan Watts. Uh, Alan, that was the biggest. Yeah, that's yeah. who I was trying to think of. Alan Watts I hear a lot. But yeah, I want that, but I just want it to be Tim Allen like talking about his favorite kind of wood or something. <laughs> Call it Tim Allen Watts. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's Ooh, perfect. That's a good meme page. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Tim Allen Watts, you I love that. Follow that up with, from your banana page. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so... Dive right into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I got... Um, we're at like 486. We just checked it before this. That's super new, too. Yes, yeah. We're, we might be about a week old now. And... Uh, yeah, basically, uh, we believe bananas should stay hydrated. You shouldn't dehydrate them. Uh, we have an enemy faction out of Minneapolis called the Minneapolis Vegan Dehydrated Bananas. I believe coalition, something like that. But anyway, we got kicked out of that because we were 
uh, trying to stand up against the admins because they were kind of abusing their power a little bit. So then me and some friends stood up to them when we got banned. And then so I threatened to take action if they didn't let me back in. And they didn't. And they said I wouldn't do anything. And then, yeah, so now our army is very strong. We have yeah. some of the best meme lords in town for sure. <laughs> I have to ask, has someone made a non-vegan dehydrated banana? It seems redundant. Well, you could, you could like cook it in some sort of... You could put like some sort of fat on it, I suppose. There's way, or I don't Bacon know. Bacon fat, just yeah, yeah. saute it up. Yeah, you just like add an animal. That's actually one of the reasons that this whole thing started was because my bass player said that deep frying bananas should count as dehydrating them because it dehydrates them first. And then that's kind of where this whole thing kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah. And I said I preferred dehydrated mangoes, and that's. Definite. That was a turning point. As so well. it's not just it's a fruit that's the problem. It's bananas. You yeah. can dehydrate other fruits safely. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's because I eat enough. Uh, I eat enough hydrated bananas that I definitely am getting enough water and nutrients that way. Okay. Is this like a primary diet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Source you just, of your diet. It, it's not that you have to eat hi- only hydrated bananas. It's just that you can't dehydrate them. Yeah. Hmm. One of we have. Uh, Otherwise, you won't survive the winter. You won't I get see. enough nutrients. What if you just add animal fat to the dehydrated <laughs> bananas? Would that Ooh, make see, we're worried about the dehydration and not the vegan part, I guess, necessarily. Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, but, yeah, we're, we're growing. And we're getting like stronger every day. We got a couple movement. Yeah, we got a couple things in the works. A couple of uh, celebrities who I'm in contact with, you know, trying to get them to be our spokesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, I would love for him, but he's not on there. Uh, I, I would, I would love to tell you on here, but that's top secret. Uh, okay. Good. You know. More to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. What's the page called? Oh, uh, people who eat vegan dehydrated bananas are genetically weak. Okay. Well, you can check yeah. it out there. <laughs> uh, what, about, what about this show we have upcoming? We have a oh, Friday yes. show. So, to preface it. Uh, the sad part of it is that so uh, some friends of ours, bands uh, Heart to Gold, uh, Grandma, and Harper's Jar. Harper's Jar has a member or members of, well, I think, one of the other bands, NPR, the band I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, I, they got uh, held up at gunpoint, and a bunch of stuff got stolen from their practice yeah, space. I heard about that. Yeah, I saw that fundraiser, and I was... It was, I saw it when it was like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah it's had like two grand last time. I yeah, it was so happy. Like, I opened it up. I made like, it was like, there's a big list of shit that got stolen, and I made like a yeah. small donation. And I just later on, I was like, kind of really warmed up to see yeah. it. It was like approaching three grand. I was yeah. like, I mean, I, that still ain't going to cover it, but. Yeah, they, they had a lot of stuff stolen, and it was, I think even a car was, was mm. taken. And these are like, all three of those bands are like super active in the scene and they've been around for years uh, i don't know the people in heart to gold but i know the people in the the other bands and they're all super nice people who are like have been playing for years uh, mm-hmm. grandma i think most of them are actually from mankato but anyway because of that uh, we're giving all the money away from the show on friday to them just to try to get some personal belongings back maybe some gear like see what we can do uh yeah and it's a uh New venue called the Den. Uh, the uh, address is undisclosed. You can ask a punk if you if you need the address. If you guess a gosh dang old punk, they'll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, it's uh, us, a band called Aperture or Aperture. I can't rem- remember if there's an, that, an R there or not. That's a, a new band from uh, one of the members of Wick. Uh, really like basement rock, kind of like mom jeans and pup kind of vibe. Uh, and then Jim, which is just experimental craziness. Yeah. For, uh, they have like a synth player, guitar, a drummer, I think a bass player. And then every time I've, I think I've seen them three times and they've never had the same lineup. So I have no oh. idea. I know some of the members have been consistent, but I have no idea who's showing up to play in gym necessarily, which is, and uh, I believe they don't have any written material. I think it's all like off the cuff. My guess is they have like general directions they go, but they don't have written stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I believe he goes by Chris Carl. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Coke from a local guy from town. He's been, I've known him for years. He's always been around the music scene. I just don't think he really got into like playing seriously till this year. Yeah, he's got he wrote an album. album. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of wrote it and just like wanted to release it super fast and just kind of have like a super raw, like, like first year album type of thing. Yeah, he played a, he's played a bunch of songs at open mics and yeah. he was on, um, I've seen him at a few different things. Yeah. Um, is that album, is it is it all just like singer-songwriter stuff? Did he add more instrumentation? I think it's just uh, acoustic guitar and vocals for all oh, of it. And cool. actually the drummer for Aperture is the one who recorded, recorded it. And mm-hmm. his, like, he's got a little DIY basement thing going on. I think he's got like a isolated uh, booth like built all... I think it's still like just like wood in the basement, but that's that's what I prefer to be honest. Where'd you say that uh, aperture was then? Is is that in around here? Or is that one of them's around cities? here. I do. I believe one of them's from the cities. I do, but I I only know Tim, the person, and he's yeah. the one who booked all this, and it was actually his idea to donate all the money. So yeah, that's super shout out cool. Tim. Shout out Tim. I don't know if that's my camera. Shout out Tim. We're we're just doing the one kind okay. of perfect. I think. Julio. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really cool show idea. I like that. Yeah, and uh, I love Good the cause. DIY style. Like, that's what, when I first got into weather, that was, like, my favorite thing in the world was playing, like, little basement shows and playing the Cherry Pit. And, like, the first math rock show I ever saw was uh, Godspeed Black Emperor, I think is the name of the band. And that, that was at a house show. And, when? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think this would have been 2011, 2012. My roommate, Tyler Filler, brought me. I actually sent him a really sappy message recently because I was like, you got me into math rock, and that's like what 80% of my life is revolves around. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I've always loved Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Yeah, they, they were super, super nice, uh, really down to earth. And the bands I opened for them were very strange. I don't remember the names of them, but... Yeah, it was really random just to, he was like, you want to go to a house show? And then I saw the band and looked them up and they were like quite popular already. Yeah, that was, that's, that's awesome. extremely surprising to yeah. me. And there's like that whole, that whole like period of time of Canadian bands with too many members, like in the early aughts. <laughs> yeah, they had quite, I think they only had, I think it was seven people. Oh, gee. Yeah, I know sometimes they play with the pit orchestra, like they do a oh, whole bunch okay. of stuff. And like, that's the, that's the post rock that I'm familiar with. So yeah. like, a lot of times when you're talking about math rock, I'm just totally yeah. unfamiliar with what you're talking Most about. Most of the stuff I know is like European and Japanese, and that's just like, those were the bands that 
got everything started. Mm -hmm. A few for a few Taiwanese, uh, yeah. But there there are some American bands that are definitely coming coming out, and uh, one of them, Tiny Moving Parts, that I brought up earlier, is from I think it's Benson, Minnesota, is where they're from. Hmm. And they're like they're pretty big in the math rock scene. That Doesn't, sounds like it's north of the cities. Yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's up there. The, they, uh, it's like open tunings, like lots of really twangy with lots of chorus on it. And uh, he does open tunings with like lots of repositioning capos. And yeah, that dude, he was one of the first people. That, uh, this couch is long and full of friendship. That's like one of the like uh, main albums that like influenced my. Uh, music taste at that point when I started getting into math rock and stuff. Uh, definitely them. Definitely uh, This Town Needs Guns was another big one. And then American Football is the like, they're like the one of the holy grails. Same with uh, Toe. They've been doing it since like 98, 99 and they're, they're also really good. That's who you told me to listen to last time we shot yeah. a video and I never did it. They're, so. they're the reason I bought a rat pedal. Huh. I was like, you don't use distortion in math rock, bro. And then I saw Toe, and I was like, oh, he has like four distortion. He had a metal zone. I was like, metal zone and math rock? Okay. They do a lot of open tunings, too. Hmm. Have you played guitar in all the bands you've been a part of? No, this is my first one. Okay. I, one time I had to fill in for guitar uh, for Weathered at a Red Rock show. Not Red Rock, sorry. Red Sky. Rest in peace. And, uh, but that, yeah, everything else was drums. Mm-hmm. I, I was a drummer for mo- most of my life. I always wanted to in band, but they wouldn't let me, so I had to play tuba. And yeah, I used to go to a friend's house who had drum sets, and I always just try to mooch off there for, for a long time. I actually kind of weathered, asked me if I played drums, and I kind of lied and said I played drums like more than I did at that point. And then when I got into weathered, I was like, okay, I'll buy a drum set. <laughs> How do you like the change up from oh, it's way drums to guitar? I feel like I have to like think about way more. I feel like drums was like hit the thing at the right time, and now it's like hit the thing in the at the right time, but also in the, with the, like the right note. Mm. And it seems I don't know. It's more daunting, and it also feels like more of the song is like on your shoulder, especially because me and Alex are the we're the only two melodic instruments, and he takes the melody a lot, but it just feels a lot more. Obviously, drums are the foundation, but it just feels like a lot more is on your shoulders to like really hit the mark with the melody. Mm-hmm. Whereas drums, I was like 19, and I feel I could play like two-hour, three-hour sets. I couldn't do that on a guitar because I just there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing that on drums, we had like an hour and a half of material, and it just you could just kind of fake it on drums on guitar. I can't do that, <laughs> especially math rock. No way in it. Yeah. I, listening back to our live session with you guys is really impressed me. Like I don't know, I'm not super familiar with the genre. And yeah. I've done a lot of listening. And Thank you. I think you guys are really awesome. Thank you. Do a really cool job with that, and I can't follow it. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> I I, I think uh, I think after if it only takes a few lessons. I, there's we try to make it pretty palatable, but we try to. Basically, we don't do anything for like more than two or three times, and we kind of try to move on mm-hmm. to another idea, yeah. kind of keep it moving. But I want it to be like, we never want to say like no to a part. Like we don't want to write something and be like that's too simple and stuff like that. Kind of want to just mm-hmm. if it flows, it flows. So especially now we have a lot more simpler parts. Like we have a lot of like much more punky riffs and stuff that's like kind of 
a simpler foundation that kind of builds and builds. Kind of like uh, battles, if you guys have ever heard them. They're like a looper band that just is like layer on layer on layer on layer. Mm. That's cool. I'll have to check it. Like you check out Toe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they took the list. Yeah, some things take time, man. You really gotta, you gotta be in the, the mood to absorb something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's gonna be math rock. It's a little abstract at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, fun. That's it's that's, fun calling ourselves good. math rock and just like stuff like that because I, I feel like we can kind of still do whatever because it's mm-hmm. so kind of like saying you're a metal band. There's still like that could mean a million things. Yeah. What are the rules? How do people gatekeep math rock? Yeah. I, it, I think it's mostly to do with syncopation. Tapping is definitely a good thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tapping is definitely a big part of it. A lot of people, but I don't think you need it, need it. It's because it's more about the syncopation and weird rhythms. A lot of like math rock purists are like all about if there's not like weird time signatures and polyrhythms, it's not math rock. It's just like post rock or something mm-hmm. else. But for me, it's like all about rhythm and syncopation. It kind of feels like rhythm first, melody later. Kind of. If that makes sense. Yeah. That because I I you know kind of immediately grouped math and post rock and I the I, I would I see that totally foible to like tell the yeah. difference. So if you could educate me in any way. Yeah, I, w- I would rhythmic. say it's it's all about I would say post rock is way more like lots of uh strumming and lots of like uh full chord changes in it's I wouldn't I don't think post rock's quite a, I guess there's a lot of syncopation in in it, but it's more like like uh, the band Totoro, for example, is would be I think is an example of something more post rock or Japan Droids, where it's like lots of like chords switching, like whereas math rock I think is more about the syncopation and more about like uh, uh, more singular note notations and stuff like that. But it's definitely a lot about the rhythm. I think that's what what drew all three of us to because me my band's all rhythm players, and I think that's what drew yeah. us to it in the first place. All right, so we're just gonna wrap up our conversation briefly. Um, we lost a little bit of the audio from the end of our conversation before. So. Thank you. Mankato scene. Mankato scene. Tell me a little bit about what you've noticed. Yeah. And how it's growing and what it's becoming. Yeah. So I, I just have noticed in probably the last year and a half, two years, very similar to around the time we started, that there seems to be a resurgence of like people who used to be in bands, kind of creating new bands. Uh, some venues getting a little more developed, like you guys down at Red Rocks, which is awesome, having mm-hmm. somewhere right by the bars. Besides. Uh, I guess Chops, technically, I think they book shows, but it's mostly like cover bands. Or not Chops, but there's something else now. I can't remember what they're called now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's just awesome. And then uh, with that show we're doing... Square Deal. Square Deal. Yeah. That's what I, I think they've shifted. I don't know exactly what they're doing right now. Oh, okay. But, um, and with the DIY scene coming back yeah. a little bit with this house show. And, uh, and you guys are really developing kind of like a little EDM community. Yeah, we're trying to cool. build that. Really kind of excited about that. We got a lot of DJs, but not a lot happening. So trying to do that. Yep. And yeah, there's. I've even seen like we and played a couple all ages shows and stuff like that. That just had hadn't really seen stuff like that for years. So it's. Do you think cool. it's a new energy or just like? Yeah, I think so. And I think like great combination of people. And yeah, things. 
and kind of new people booking shows and like just having some new blood and yeah yeah and, uh, for a while I think that a lot of the bands that were in town number one moved away mm -hmm. to like uh, just for more opportunity in other cities and stuff like that and then there weren't many all ages shows going down so a lot of the younger bands from out mm -hmm. of town haven't been coming back for a while and that makes a difference yeah and, and also like I said I, I think quite a few bands have kind of band members have kind of broken up and then created some new projects and stuff like that or not even necessarily broken up just kind of like fizzled out and want to try new things and stuff like that yeah but, but yeah i it's really great to see and uh there's a lot of support in the scene we've raised quite a bit of money in the last year for like edgar and fuzzy and we're raising money yeah. on uh tomorrow now two days <laughs> later yesterday yeah yeah well i'm excited for the show Try and make it. Heck yeah. Um, and why don't we just do plugs and. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on at Onion Bun MN and most social media. Uh, yeah, you can find me in, in Twitter, I guess, now at Grum the Dad. Uh, and then, I'll, yeah, look up. And the banana. Page. Yes, people who eat b uh, vegan dehydrated <laughs> bananas are genetically weak. That's a yep. great place to go if you're. <laughs> You know, trying to Turn find some that like, sort of thing. You're trying to find some like-minded people. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. Glad we were able to wrap it up. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> right on. Thank you. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>